Hello, I'm Rabbi Avram Rothman, and you're listening to The Gripes of Rothman for February 2021. We're reading this week Parsha's Yisro, and I came across a very interesting question and comment by Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev, the famous Hasidic Rebbe known as the Kedushas Alevi, named after the book that he wrote. And he asked a question. We know that, that the giving of the Torah was really the foundation of, of the whole purpose of creation, of being able to educate and to inspire the world to live their life in an ethical manner. And he asked the question, why is it that we only received the Torah after we were taken out of slavery of Egypt? Perhaps we should have received the Torah first and then taken out of Egypt. What was significant of our having to leave Egypt first before receiving the Torah? And he says that among the many answers we could say, one of the most important answers is that had we received the Torah as slaves with slave mentalities, we would have accepted the Torah primarily out of fear, like a slave does. A slave has no choice in what they do. Even when they're given an option, they're given a question, asked a question, they're given what they sounds like an opportunity to make a decision. Slaves really can't make decisions, not only because the, the question is, not, is, not, is really more rhetorical than real, but in general, a slave realizes that everything he does is dictated by his master. And therefore, had God given us the Torah while we were still slaves, we would have accepted it without any criticism, without a critical eye, without really understanding what it was, and it wouldn't have been a wholehearted acceptance of that, that idea of receiving the Torah. It was only after we became free people we have the ability to choose, to say yes, to say no, to live their lives the way we want, where it really had meaning that we decided to go and choose to receive the Torah, and we received it only after we were freed from slavery, because it's only after we're freed from slavery that we have the ability to make that choice, and therefore to accept the Torah in a very, very wholehearted manner. So as you see, had we accepted the Torah while we were still slaves, we would have been living our lives through the lens of being a servant, a slave. But once Hashem freed us, we were able to make decisions on our own. Our acceptance of the Torah in the end was out of love, not out of fear. And in this model, our relationship with Hashem is one of a parent and a child relationship. Being a free person has with it many responsibilities and the ability to choose as we chose to receive the Torah. When we're looking back over the last year or so of what's been happening with COVID, we, un we can now become much more sensitive to the, really, the, the wonderful lives that we live where we're free. We're free to choose to do as we want. We're free to come and go from our homes. We're free to buy things or not buy things. We're free to shop wherever we'd like. We're free to eat meals in a restaurant and, eat, and to socialize with our friends. We're free to invite hundreds of people to a bar mitzvah or a wedding and we're actually encouraged to do so. And now, under COVID, we can look and see that we've lost much of our freedom, much of the things that we took to for granted, that we live our life with, that are part of who we are. Right? We've lost that temporarily. But you know, our decisions today you know, teach us that we're really are tied up with the COVID, but it gives us the ability to really realize the freedoms that we have. Are we free to make decisions on how we raise our children? Are we free to do the job that we'd like to do? Are we free to live where we like? 
Do we feel free to express our views? Or is there fear of repercussion? If we think about our freedom and we learn to appreciate all the various forms of freedom that we have, our decisions won't be based on fear or on something else. Will they'll, be, they'll be based on what we think is right. Living under COVID, we've lost a lot of our freedom temporarily, but it can certainly teach us what it is like to live without the freedom. Here we now uh, are, are, are being held back from being able to go out, to shop, to spend time with our friends, uh, to be able to congregate in a synagogue with as many people as want to come. Right here, as a, as a rabbi of a synagogue, I'm normally overjoyed when more and more people want to come to the services and the minyanim that we have. But now, <coughs> excuse me, we have to look twice. We have to make sure we can only have 10 people. You can't have 11, you can't have 12. If somebody comes who's new, who's not part of our community, rather than welcoming them and being overjoyed to have new people and, and doing anything we can to make them feel part of the community, we have to think twice because we can't have that many people. We have the, the, these restrictions which are holding back our freedoms, which should teach us the beauty of the freedom that we have. We had the freedom after we left Egypt to choose to accept to live our lives based on the Torah. We today choose to live our lives in that way by going to, the, going to shul, by participating in religious activities, by doing all of the things that the Torah allows us and encourages us and commands us to do, and that our life here in Canada allows us to do, in fact, even encourages us to do. And the fact that we can't, that we're being restricted now, that we're being held back, that we're being asked or even told not to leave our homes unnecessarily. We're being instructed how many people can come to synagogue, who can come, who cannot come, and how the process is. We've lost a lot of that freedom on a temporary basis. But one thing it has to show us, it has to teach us to appreciate the freedom that we have when we will have it again shortly in the next number of months, maybe in 10 months, 12 months, but we'll have it again. And this is the, the message that the Caduceus Levy is trying to convey, that if you accept the Torah under duress, when you're not really free, it's not the same as accepting it when you are free, that you can choose to keep kosher or not. You can choose to follow the Torah or not. And so when we did choose to do it, we did so because we knew it was the right thing to do, not because we were afraid. And so too, today, while we, we know that it's the right thing to hold back on our freedoms and to be able and to stay home and to not go out into public and to not congregate with many people for the health and safety of every one of us, we know that that will change very soon. And just like the Jews left Egypt and became free to live their lives based on the Torah, so too we will be able, following COVID, to get back to living our lives, but not exactly the same. This time, I think we'll appreciate that freedom just a bit more than we did before. That we'll, we won't take it for granted. We'll understand how special and important it is to be able to live in a country that not only allows us, but in some ways encourages us to keep our traditions, to keep our lives, to keep the Torah, and to, and to continue to be the people we are. So I want to thank you for joining me today. I hope that uh, you'll come and visit again. And as I get more used to this, hopefully they're gonna continue to improve. So uh, thank you very much for joining me. Have a wonderful day. Take care, bye.